guys need to you guys need to know understand how podcast. Let's do a show. All right, ready? Is the show starting now? Uh uh-uh. uh. Now it is. Oh, that's good. Ah, uh, where did you get that? The last time huh? it yeah. builds up to the year 2015. This is the year in review. Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous Year End Show, Year in Review 2015. I am Brian Irwin. I am John Huck, and actually, Happy New Year. This is our first show in the new year. It, oh, we're doing this in the future. No, whatever show this is, it determines when I want. Eddie Pence is with us, hey, of course. Yes, again. We're kind of a trifecta of people that talk all the time, and I felt it was appropriate that Eddie... Yeah. Join us for the year in review since we've ex- all experienced the highs and lows together. Mostly lows. <laughs> Mostly lows. Right? <laughs> uh, guys, I'm starting to think I didn't make the list of top 1,000 I don't think comics. you did, John. What are you, what are you looking at? The list. Of, Larry the Cable Guy made it. Yeah, the but, list what of, are you looking yeah, at? Yeah, but you're actually going to be a little bit upset if you're not on it, right? Like a little bit. I mean, like it's, it's some, somewhere deep down inside, you're going to be a little bit. It's hilarious, it. but I'm seeing people that I'm like, well, if they can be on it, so <laughs> you I. do care. <laughs> I mean, it's a joke, right? It's obviously a joke. Totally. I don't know. What are you looking at? The top, the list of top 1,000 comedians of 2015. And uh, John's not on it. And I don't think I am on it. So you didn't make the joke, is what you're saying. I guess not. You're not good enough to make the joke. Well, maybe I'm just not that good. You're not relevant enough to make the joke. That could be. What did you guys bring for um, the uh, the year-end uh, potluck? This is our potluck show, too. I brought, you bring? I, I brought the uh, small bottle of water you no, left you on the table. What? Yeah, oh. I thought you brought pretzel rods. Where did those go? Yeah. You know, do you know why I had to bring the pretzel I didn't know it was rods? a potluck. Pretzel sticks. Stick. You know why I had to bring the pretzel sticks? Because I ate John, all the chips. John, I had a full bag of <laughs> chips down here. And I walked yeah. away for a second. Oh, he ate them all. You don't didn't do walk that. away. I ate them right in front of you. John's coming over for uh, Christmas dinner. Actually, this will be in the past. We already came over. It was great. John already Ed. came over for Christmas dinner. The ham was a little tough. That's weird because I didn't cook a ham. Well, I that remember was, eating ham. That was so. a football I had. Oh. Is that a punchline? Is it no. like a rim shot? No. No, no. but that, well, keep that music going, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it took you that long. Wow. Diggy, that long. These pretzels just suck all the moisture out of the mouth. Yeah, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Wow. Can I have... Oh, okay. Guys, 2015. Huh? Huh? What a year that was. Right? Did anything... Did anybody accomplish anything here? What? John accomplished stuff. John was on a TV show. I did that. I well, was, but uh, the TV show hasn't aired. The TV show airs in 2016, but you did get... All right. I told you guys last night. That I wanted you to uh, chew into the microphone. <laughs> Done. Do you want to get one last 2015 cough out of your system before we... Uh... I, it can't happen when you want it to happen. It can only happen in the middle of a conversation. Well, you know what? Then don't put that down in special skills for uh, you mean the middle? You mean the middle of all conversations? Yeah, middle of all conversations. Not a conversation. And no, I won't put that on my special... Coughing is my special skill. <laughs> what were three things... What were three things uh, from 2014 leading into 2015 you said to yourself, you know what? I got. I have to. I have to get my shit together. These are some of the things that I need to focus on and get my shit together so that 2015. Like big achievable things or big unachievable things. Fuck, just things. Anything. I wanted to have another TV set, and I got that with the Showtime thing. Um, and I I don't know if I thought this at the time, Wait, but so I a TV set. So you actually, how big is it? Is it like a seventy inch, 70. a fifty five inch. HD. Nah. You got 3D. Showtime on it, right? Definitely Time, HBO. Definitely wanted to hear some some uncle jokes. I <laughs> uh, was hoping. Uh, hey, John, 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 uh, pull, uncle pull Brian. my finger. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> um. 
Wow, someone's got their sound effects board. <laughs> end of the year the sound effects. End of the year. We won't do mm. this all the time, but now it's the... I think you should. This is a special episode. Right, end of the year. And this is a special episode. And then no I sound like special needs episode. Uh, it needs a lot. It needs... <laughs> This episode needs a lot of special. So love. you wanted to get on. You wanted to get another stand-up comedy. Yes, set, set on television. And you did. And, you did. and I did. I got on that Showtime thing. And I don't. I didn't know if okay. I knew it at the time, but I wanted to uh, progress progress my relationship to kind of an, another level. I think with stand-up. <laughs> yes, my relationship <laughs> with stand-up. No, with my girlfriend at the time. Well, yeah, because you're getting married now. Yeah. Right. So I did that too. So you mm-hmm. got TV set. We got a TV set. <laughs> you got a big TV set. Yeah, I mean, and you got engaged. <laughs> I got engaged. I moved into a new apartment. So that's three things right there. I was at the same place for forever for like lo- well, not as long as, as Ed's me. been in the same place. I've been in the same place forever. Yeah, yeah. I almost last night I was like, why isn't Ed taking John home? Then I was like, oh wait, John doesn't live next door. John doesn't live next to me anymore. Sad day. That's it. So that for you, so it was your personal. Was getting married. Well, yeah, but also professionally, or I think next I had level. A, I had I I I also. Like throughout the entire year, sort of tried to work on you drinking myself. <laughs> uh, okay, I mean that, but I mean just myself in general, just like you know my thought process and and my how motivation. Do you mean and, how do you mean? Do you meditate now? I do. Remember, Court McCowan taught us how to meditate. I no, he didn't it. teach us how. Court does um, Vedic meditation, What's and, Vedic meditation, and I looked into it, and it's expensive, is what it is. Oh. So it's like I had to go to a teacher, and then I'd have to take these classes and. And I, I just have a book. I have a simple book. It's like. Uh, so you actually looked into it after he told you? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you do it? Uh, no, I don't no, do that. I, you I just have, looked at the book. Uh, no, no. I bought. I've already had the book. Um, eight minute meditations, which is like uh, they kind of build you up. You start at eight minutes. You go to ten, fifteen, whatever. But um, but I try to do like ten minutes every day, where I just I think it's uh, it helps center me and take away uh, a lot of anxiety and do you hold the, worry. the finger thumb no i don't that? because my knees are bad i sit in a chair well your fingers I, aren't on your knees do you sit but, straight up no but i i do you sit straight up and kind of like your head kind of mouth and a little bit you have open. to fall asleep no you're not supposed to sleep oh. no it's meditating mm. it's not napping it seems more relaxing to sleep well the, well then if you can sleep then just sleep i mean i don't know the goal is to to clear the mind as we, if we yeah from our yeah. guests from uh, teen wolf yeah yeah, Court McCowan. Yeah, but he does it for like two. He does two twenty-minute sessions a day. And I How just do you do, have that forty minutes? How he doesn't does he? have children, yeah. and he doesn't yeah, have he, a daytime he, job. Plus the exercise. When he came, well, he when, plays when golf. He came, as I say, when he came to when he came to be, <laughs> he can the show, golf and do forty minutes of meditation every yeah, day. Eighteen holes. That's a lot of free time. He came straight from golfing to come to the show. That's like that's what kind of like that's what kind of life he has. Wow. Yeah. But he's yeah. We where where I have to you know basically we're broadcasting right now from my nephew's bedroom because he's staying with me. So I had to, yes, I had but to, he doesn't. I had to move his dirty socks in order. House. In order, well, yeah, but technically right now it's his bedroom. So I had to move his dirty socks, and I was I'm always afraid those were, wasn't uh, dirt, right? Right, it wasn't that, dirt. Crusty, yeah. not dirt. Uh, so, so some stiff those dirt are you got. Pillows. Some stiff dirt you got on those socks. Uh, Almost as if the sock can stand up on its own, John that's Jr. Jer- that's a jerk-off joke, right? Yeah. Jerk-off well, joke. Yeah, yeah. jerk-off jokes. JJ. 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 JJOJ. JJOJ. Jerk-off joke. What else jerk- have we learned? JOJ. J-O-J. What else have you learned? I don't know. What did we learn from Patrick Keene? Wow. Uh, we learned our guest Patrick Keene visited us twice this year. Uh, I learned that we he's learned very that... depressing on Facebook to follow. <laughs> what do you well, mean? No, he's funny. I mean, they're all, they're all like... <laughs> what does that mean? Well, he's fair. His posts are always like... Uh, I'll be doing comedy tonight and nowhere else or never Every mind. Every third or, one's about how I should quit comedy. Yeah, or, yeah. But I think that's just, you know. I know. But yeah. I mean, if you know Patrick, you know it's a joke. Yeah. 
Listener, listener emails. Uh, this one uh, is from Rick in Kentucky. John, why do you cough? Is that a joke or is that real? Is that a? Are you being legit? That's a legit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have a listener in Kentucky. I cough probably. Uh, you know, I uh, imbibe on the marijuana sometimes, and I think that might. Do you think that's what it is? I, I do. I think it's kind of a, okay. a, a permanent little cough that I. I so you think you've done damage to your lungs? No, I just think I cough a lot. Well, then why would you cough? I don't know. Irritation from the smoke, maybe. I wouldn't say day. So it's, so it's real. Now. So to answer... Yeah, not all the time. That's so to answer the listener's yeah. email, it's it's real. Yeah, sorry, it's real. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. you know, really... I don't well. think it would be that funny to cough all the time. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe that's you were working on a new bit that eventually... Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> I got this bit where I cough for like 10, 15 I was going to wear minutes. a funny hat, but I'll just do this annoying cough all the <laughs> you time. You guys like it right into the mic. Yeah, no, Nicole hates it. Ed, Ed and uh, Ed, what what uh, what stuff do you have on your list of... Uh, Any questions for Ed on there? Yeah, I'm sure there's tons. The one will come in. I'm sure. This is a similar to Undateable. This is our live broadcast. <laughs> I still have never seen that show. Uh, I know nothing about it. I'm not a sitcom guy. I'll watch yours. I'll watch yours when it comes out. But I, I think I, I think mine. the last three camera show that I watched was Seinfeld. I don't think well, I've watched three, no, anything. No, that, that, like, Angel from Hell isn't three cameras, though. It's like single a single camera. camera. Like, it is single camera. Most of the stuff that you see now that's good, that's funny, is single camera. I'm not saying there isn't good, funny three camera I've never watched there. Garrett's show. Um, two no, I mean, I've never watched that one. No, I did find But that's out. a Chuck, but you're looking at, that's a Chuck Lorre factory. Like, Chuck Lorre is to CBS what Tyler Perry is to... Uh, Atlanta or whatever. I never watched Nate Show Mom. That was another. Chuck no, another. Yeah, it's 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 three cameras. You're on a stage. There's a live studio audience. Yeah. you know what I mean. That's that's that. Yeah, I think the last one I really old did school dig was Seinfeld. And yeah, which still holds up. Yeah. Well, I liked Friends. That was done in front of a, a live studio audience. It was the '90s, and you know when I look back on the '90s and see some of my pictures uh, or some of the commercials. Oh yes. The by the way, everyone, uh, get online and look up Brian Irwin's <laughs> fucking acting reel. It's not an acting reel. It's one commercial. Well, no, look enough. it up. What's it's it called? Pay, pay, PayPal before PayPal? No, no, RSC Video. RS... RSV Video. GameStar. RSV mm. Video. I used to work at a... RSV um, Video. We what know. was the buyout on that? It like was me. 400 bucks. I, I worked How at How much did you a, pay them to be in? <laughs> How much did I pay myself <laughs> to be in That's what I'm asking it? you. I, uh, I worked at an advertising agency, uh, now defunct, Aliotto and Company, and like I, Mad I wrote and produced. And, <laughs> You're a real uh, Don Draper. <laughs> <laughs> yes. how, much, how much scotch did you have before noon? It's more like Lou, Lou Draper. Uh, uh, Lou Draper, Don's <laughs> weird cousin. In Milwaukee. Hey, smooth smoking like Marlboro Reds. <laughs> hey, everybody. I, that video is so bad. And to think that Bad I, meaning completely entertaining. Oh, and yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I, I agree. It's, it's, it is funny, but it's bad. It's bad as bad gets. Like, to think that I actually thought... Did you, I you didn't direct that or anything, did you? Yes. The, oh, here's the, oh, oh, you directed and starred. Oh. So here's the thing, though. The reason That's why... beyond it, Lou Draper. The, the wow. one thing That's I will say Glenn in my Draper. defense is I wanted Glenn it to Draper. be an over-the-top, cheesy, you know, whatever. I didn't like, get that. <laughs> I got a film noir but type. I, yeah, that I being got said, it, it became its own Cosby show, where it's like it became a joke of its own self, right? Like, so it's like it I, was like yes, too many cooks. Yeah, but it was, but not. Uh, <laughs> but and the real. funny thing is, like, I have no memory retention. Like, I'm not. I would never. That's why I could never do cold reads and stuff like that for commercial auditions. Why I got out of that right away? Because when you watch this video, you clearly can see that. I put no time in trying to learn my last lines. I am clearly looking and reading a cue card off to the side of the camera. 
to finish the commercial. Uh, I got no. I got a dedicated guy trying to save money. I, got, I really bought. He was the distracted perf- by something slightly <laughs> off camera. No, but I mean, it, to me, that's like, look, man, he's on the go. He's looking all over the place. It's <laughs> he's like on, I, he's coked up. He I don't. Think, I, yeah, I definitely I looked did, like I was coked. I up. I did sense a little bit of cocaine abuse probably <laughs> happened on set, especially with Timmy and Jenny or whatever the kids' names. Now, now you know why I don't do coke. Because you could you imagine? Hey everybody, GameStop! <laughs> I can feel my hair grow. RSE like Video Game Star. RSE Video Game Star. Mm. How long did that run? Are we going to listen to it? There's more. I'm not finding it right How now. How long there, did it run? You're more. not finding it. Go to Wait, Facebook. Wait, there was a series of them? Or is it just the standalone commercial? Wait, what? What do you mean there's more? No, no, no. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find the video. It's... Moops! You I'm use, I use our old my old computer to do our stuff here. And oh, the listeners yeah. care about that. The listeners no, but they need to understand that uh, technology is a little bit different. But yeah, it was. This would have been 92, 1992, 91, oh, wow. somewhere on there. Ninety two, ninety three, maybe ninety four. 93. I don't know. So you've been in the game for a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh. RSC Video Game Star. Looking for great selection, the newest games, used hits, and the guaranteed lowest price? It's right here. RSC. You like saving money on video games, don't you, Timmy? Don't you, Janie? Yeah! Hundreds of brand new closed <laughs> games, only $29. You like buying new games at used prices, Man. don't you? That's a Coke party. Get money for your unwanted games. That's such a Coke party. You want cash for those games right now, don't you? Here, take it. And now, double the trading value of your unwanted games when you put it towards the purchase of any new or used games. RSC Video Game. All right, who's on the uh, depressing tuba noises? Trombone. Uh, what I like is the don't you. You like saving money, don't you? You like these games, don't you? And everyone's like, yeah, guy, yeah, get, just get dude in the red sweater and white turtleneck. You want to back the fuck out of my personal space for a second? How are you not sweating your ass off? Uh, yeah, it was, it was wintertime. But also, I mean, where you're inside. <laughs> Still wintertime. Is it cold inside? The, that was the look, Game man. Star? That was... RSE Video Game Star. RSE Video Game Star. Video Game Star, I think that was the problem from the get-go, is the title is too hard to remember. Come yeah, on. Yeah, it's, it's blending together in Eddie's memory. He can't really understand the product. Look, man, back then, first off... Explain the commercial. <laughs> we, no, don't, we don't get it. <laughs> I, I will say, the only thing that, that makes me feel kind of sad is that that sounds so old. Like it, nothing sounds like that anymore. Like that, no, because we have VHS, actual audio that's better now. Well, it's and, the and that's that VHS that recorded. You can hear the machine tape. running. It's tape. Yeah, yeah, it's basically tape. And there's so much hope in your voice. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know how old that was back then. It was probably like 24 or something like that. In 90? No, what are you talking about? In 90? I don't know. I don't remember when I did it. I don't remember. Well, I'm just. I'm guessing. In 93, yeah. I was 18. So you. I was born in 1968. Oh, you could. So that'd have been 88. Right. So 20. Take it easy, hippie. Well, so yeah, I was 24, 25 years old, somewhere on there. Whatever. I don't know. Prime of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was all down. I thought from there. for sure this was going to take me to some level. <laughs> now, do we know that it hasn't? Is there, is there like an award ceremony out there waiting for you to come to the stage to accept your award that you didn't know about, do you think? I mean, you probably. Gonna, you know, un- like when they, when they find money mm-hmm. and they want to let you know years later, hey, listen, you know, it's you never claim prize. This. Yeah. yeah unclaimed so, prize. Probably an award way, yeah. I mean, I would guess like a, like a, like a cable ace or a. Uh, what I think you should do now is make a sequel. Oh. Prequel. It would be prequel, maybe. Well, so yeah, because no, sequel, the place is probably burnt down. Well, that's what I'm saying. And, uh, <laughs> just Ryan, Brian's, Brian's still in the there in the torn up red sweatshirt. These, <laughs> these video stores, man, still sleeping not, none there. of them exist anymore. Oh, they, no, this, done. this guy was like, he was angry. He was Because this was when like Blockbuster because was Because of this like, commercial you made? Or? <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I saw what you did with my fucking camera, and I want to talk to this you about This is nothing it. like and, the idea you pitched to me. And my money. I want yeah. My- <laughs> How could that possibly cost $1,000? Which would have been a lot of money back then. 
So I'm not. I have a couple when I worked in radio too. <laughs> why did you want to really shoot on film? <laughs> yeah, why didn't you shoot on film? That was a video, man. That was a massive video camera we shot on too. Was it and on tripods back... or was it handheld? Oh, it was all tripods. These are did industry you see terms. The spin? Everybody, I had a These spin move terms. on there that was a tripod spin move, and I came up with that one on the fly. I was like, uh. let's spin the camera for the transition, uh, dude. I guarantee you, you thought that was an awesome idea. Of course I did. Yeah, you were like, oh, by the way, uh. you can call me so Scorsese. It's like, like a swish pan or a flash pan. Next, right? I mean, star wipe. My next stop from this was clearly was to was to move to Chicago. Apocalypse Now the, too, and to work on the Nike accounts. Oh, yeah, that was pretty much going, for my creativity. I was, I that was sent, the trajectory you were headed. I sent my commercial reel in, and Nike contacted me and they want me to stop sending them commercial reels <laughs> and they asked the, if I the, clean back the, the Clio Awards it came down yes, to this Clios, one and the Bono's commercial so and they I went with almost... Bono's only because dude he was a little bit more popular he than you he just had a name dude if yeah. you had Bo Jackson in yeah. that commercial you were Bo Irwin or whatever <laughs> I don't know what is the what's the worst thing you guys you would say if I had to show people this is the, but you can laugh about it but the, the worst thing you've done like, oh, that's from like from a talent standpoint. Yeah, we all oh, have these. Like, I did a I we, did a student film when I was at Chapman, where everyone started asking me to be in their student films, and you, there was no dialogue. You couldn't talk. Everything had to be silent, and it was about a pet shop. And I brought my dog in, and I fell in love with the woman who was working there, and she was like thirty years older than me. <laughs> like she looked like a, like it was the cat. Like the person doing the film didn't care about casting, so they cast me. That's and, a good. First of all, that's a great way to go at filmmaking. And they, I don't care about casting. Well, because these it, at See, the time would the person had no idea about how to make a film. And was then, their casting agent? This is how they casted you over there. Come on. It was me because I had been in everyone else's films at film school, and it was the old lady because she owned the pet shop that oh, we used. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, so you I, have, had, <laughs> I had to make googly eyes at her? like the sixty. Any connection? With her? Uh, no. Well, like a like a grandmother, but like a penis and vagina. Then probably too. You did have sex with her, right? Yeah, you always bone your co-stars, dude. Yeah, yeah, got to Hollywood. Roll that video. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't believe it's just trombone noises and Eddie going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It doesn't exist. <laughs> you burned it. Where's the t- it. so there? Oh, there's so you have no footage of this? No. No, oh, I do have footage of my first set ever at the com- the first time I ever did stand up. I do have footage of that. Oh, that's nice. And what did it go okay? Well, because it's the first show and you invite a bunch of people, so it's sort do of. Do you have footage of a fucking horrible night? No, but if I watched the set, it would be a horrible oh, well, night because yeah, well, the, you, I was doing toilet yeah. paper jokes. Okay. Sure, but that's what well, everybody. Was, I know. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like if you were to watch it, and you're like, oh, "This is." <laughs> so what's your uh, what's your? So you have no video footage of anything bad. Like there's something that you wouldn't want to show anybody. Mm. I guess maybe I was always like, I always saved all my stuff. Like I immediately found a way to kind of like Archived convert it, it to and... the next thing. Because I, I, I'm always been fine with making fun of myself. But you've I, also I, been doing that. I mean, that's kind of shit that, first of all, it looks like it was made, you know, this year as a joke. Do you know what I mean? That commercial you were in. It looks like it was made to like... I actually, there's some bad stuff. I used to do wrestling matches in my backyard. Oh, hello. By and, yourself? Uh, with we're me gonna, and my brother and my neighbor's uh, okay. friend. And you and we'd, and we'd set a, like a ring up in the backyard and we'd like do... Hulk Hogan and then, stuff like that, and then Charles, the man from next door, would wrestle us. How many uh, how many views did you get? <laughs> but he only you, do it are inside. You, are you? Did you get a YouTube partnership out of that? Yeah, those videos. I got on? one. I got the little paperweight. Oh, okay, good. So there was no YouTube at this point. No, you're no, just no. This no, was no, like no, I was you're in like shooting ninth this grade. Yeah. No, no. I want to know public embarrassment. This to me is this is public. This actually aired on the airwaves in Milwaukee. Oh, yeah, no, I don't yeah. I don't. I mean, I've been. You know, I've done. Somewhere there's a a spec commercial. I guess it it never was like released to the public, so I, mean, I guess you can't even find it online. But the day was horrific. Like I was in tidy whities downtown L.A. 
Uh, and every time traffic would stop at this intersection, I would run out in the middle of the intersection and pretend to be playing tennis. I would mime playing tennis. It was a uh, spec commercial for like Dick's Sporting Goods. Okay. And I still see the other actor that was there with me, Keith Blaney. I see this guy all the time at auditions because he's, he's shorter than me, but he has like reddish hair. You know what I mean? He's uh-huh. red hair. And, uh, and we always laugh about that time, except for the fact that he just recently told me, because he was shooting his, he was running bases. So he would run the, the entire like square of the intersection. And he was like, people were yelling like, faggot at him and like all this shit, like bumping into him on purpose. And then at one point he tears his Achilles... During, during a spec or whatever doing this and he says he's never walked right since oh, good. Oh. and I was like oh my god that's awful because oh. I like the big, the most embarrassing thing about that for me was I had met a girl at um, Hollywood Billiards watching football one Sunday and she was like we, you're really funny we should go out sometime I was annihilated so I was like yeah let's definitely here's my number or whatever so I call her we, we, we schedule a date night I'm going to go over to her house uh, like whatever on a Thursday <clears throat> I shoot that commercial on a Wednesday morning. <clears throat> I come home Wednesday night. I'm like laying on my couch like that was horrifically embarrassing. Like I'm out of shape. You know what I mean? I'm shirtless downtown. People are staring What'd at me. What did you get paid? I got paid like 200 bucks, Ugh. dude. It wasn't even like worthwhile, you know? Ugh. So the- I didn't get paid anything for his wrestling videos. Continue. No, but I did that because I wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but, it then, but then she called me that night when I was laying on my couch and she was like, I'm like, why is she calling me? Like we've been communicating almost strictly by text. So I call her back and she's like hey were you downtown today and i was like <laughs> uh yeah and she's like were you running around in your underwear and i was like it was for a commercial shoot why where were you she's like i was on my way to the atm uh, on my lunch break with a coworker. <laughs> i was describing you to this guy i was saying i'm going out with this guy i met at the bar i'm describing you he goes are you describing that guy? <laughs> and I look up, and you're running in between traffic, pretending to play. T- I'm like, "Yep, that was me. I'm a weird actor, and I do stuff for very little money sometimes." And then, I mean, it didn't turn out well. We, whatever. I went to her house the next day anyway, and it was just not meant to be. But uh, then, like a year and a half later, I'm down near that same intersection at a building. Doing Johnny Dam's radio show. Oh yeah, I did that. Show. All right, so I'm waiting in the lobby for Johnny to show up, and these two guys walk by me like, "Hey, you're the, you play tennis in your underwear," and I was like, "What? This will not die." It was like I'm not even shitting you. A year and a half later, they had just because there were people in office windows just like watching, like, "What are these clowns doing?" And then like these people recognized me from that. Were there any cameras around to give people the clue? Yes, that this they was a knew commercial? they knew we were shooting something, but it was like a spec ad, so the cameras were just placed, and there was got a cameraman with them, but it wasn't like a production crew. It wasn't like tons of trucks. There were no trucks. There was, there was no, no street lockups. There was no lockup. There was nothing. It was like okay, at the red light, you run out while people are walking and going to and fro. To and, and you're, fro. And you're going up to there and, and like, fro, fro and then I'm supposed two. to argue with a fake line judge, I'm like like John McEnroe. But I'm like just in tidy whiteies and I'm like barefoot. How it's is like, this supposed to spell, sell sporting goods? I think it's like, hey, these guys need don't, sporting don't, goods. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Pretty bad. That's Otherwise, you go insane. Otherwise, <laughs> if you don't have the proper attire, you go well, insane. But, but, but that was never mm. seen by anybody, but it was the, one of the most embarrassing things I ever did. I'll tell you what was seen. My neighbor saw John playing a movie. <laughs> and in her taking house. showers. And taking showers in her yeah. house. While simultaneously performing on Punk. Yeah, that's not this year, right? That was last no, year, no, no, two no, years no, no. ago. Well, neither was this thing. Yeah, no, right, right. No, she's been gone for years. She's been gone for years. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess, I mean, I, I'm, 
I, I was twenty fifteen a good year. It was. It didn't do anything. Like it felt like two fifteen. Two twenty fifteen just kind of just sat there and did nothing. It got more violent towards the end. Well, it, it, yeah, uh, that's just it's, where we're going it, as a society. It, it, uh, it, it definitely has gotten out of control politically. I will say that moving into 2016, I, for, the, for the first time in my life since, good God, since the early 90s, I will actually vote. There you go. I've decided to vote again because yeah. I, I, I've actually finally and... gotten concerned, not for me, for but kids. for my kids. I finally am like, what? I checked out for so long. Like when I used to work in radio uh, and manage bands, there was like a. Uh, there was a five-year gap after I quit that, where if you, if, if you played songs from that era, I would know no music. Because you like, didn't I checked to out. It, yeah. I literally was like, I'm done. I'm done with music. Like, I, I couldn't listen to anything. So what I only listened to what I knew. Come to. Yeah, I just, well, it was just, I don't know. I was burnt yeah. out on yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. know I understand. All, my but whole it's life just, was just music. Yeah. And so I just, I had just moved in a completely different direction in my life. And so, like, there was that gap. And I kind of feel like that's what politics had become to me until I kind of was like, Bitch slapped, uh, you know, on social media of like, this is how fucked up things have gotten huh. since you've been gone. Yeah, and so I kind of was like, since all right, well, yeah. well, like I haven't, like I, I'm not a, I'm not a huge political junkie, but I've been following it like last eight years. I guess since Bush was in office, I guess kind of got, me. and so I've been following. It. So it, it hasn't been as shocking to me what's happened right now because I've seen it slowly, yeah, it's slowly going that direction get this way. Yeah. So watching what's happening with Trump now, I'm just kind of like, okay, this is the natural progression of where that started. So yeah. it hasn't been as shocking to me. I guess Idiocracy is, is a real movie. It's yeah. a documentary. Say, for me, it's not even like it's not specifically Trump or a Republican or a Democrat. I think the, the whole thing to me is just like a circus. What do you people do over there? Like how how did it get how did it get this jacked up? Like how did you how did you guys all collectively get away with? It's just it's just weird to me. That's I, that, that it gets spiraled that far out of control. And mostly, <laughs> I guess because I'm more middle class probably than I've ever been in my entire life, and I'm I. I I you know every once in a while in some of the work that I've done I've I've gotten bonuses and my money just disappears as if somehow or another I'm being punished for working a little bit harder and they tax you in a bracket that you don't deserve you know what I mean like, right you just sort of see things and you start going hey wait a minute what's going on here mm. and then you get another job and they pay you less than the last job that you had that's like, always just the certain best things that can you don't do make more that you did at your last job but we're gonna pay you it's like we want to stay less rich. we want to stay richer so do you mind if we pay you less to do more so we don't have to hire somebody else. Along with you. That'd this is a three-person job, but we're just going to hire you. Thank you. So we can keep more of the money. Is that cool? I did also have my best year ever, 2014, and was heading into even a better year, 2015. And of course, my building, the Herald Examiner, was was closed down. So then I didn't have that. But, but we, I made a movie, so I was excited about that. Yeah, I, made thought, a movie. I was, was going to say, first of all, you made Frozen Peas, which is a, a, a huge accomplishment to make a movie. All, yeah. all within a year. Yeah. Not yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, not it something that was like, like a, written in 20, you know, 2003 and then finally got... It was like, you guys, it was written and you guys were like, let's do this. You wrote it now. Because I talked it. to somebody once and they were like, listen... And I, for some reason, had been bouncing off my 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 RSE video skull for like years. <laughs> you want this idea to go right, don't you? Don't you, <laughs> Timmy, Janie, damn yeah, it, don't you? I guess weirdo. Is that how you go to all your pitch meetings? Yes. <laughs> you want to buy this from me, don't you? <laughs> oh, it's the RSV video star. I can game tell guy. by the sweatshirt. But, you know, we've all talked about this over and over again. It's like at some point it has to set in with you. You're like, if you want to do it, then just go do it. Yeah. You can't say I want to be a comedian and then don't do stand up comedy. You can't say I want to be a writer and never write a fucking thing no. for a year. You ha- and you can say point, it. Technically, you can say those words, you but you're just full of you know, shit. Well, so. it, it's the old "I'm a producer in town" joke. Like I've yeah. never. I mean, I am technically 
and officially a producer. I never use that in my title because it's so watered down now because everyone's a fucking producer well, I now. You no, I, I think you knows. should go around with your dead fish handshake and yeah, just tell everybody. Producer Brian Irwin. Producer Brian Irwin. <laughs> Podcast co-host producer Brian Irwin. <laughs> Oh, what? You produce a co-host podcast? Huh? I, w- I would say I'm a podcast producer. I've produced podcasts for years. But you had a good 2015. Yeah, no, I didn't say I had a bad one. I didn't really have a goal. I think I, but you my, said you had a great, you had a good 2014 going financially, into Financially, financially. Financially. But then the Herald shut down, so yeah. Financially, from a business standpoint, like I was, I was firing on all cylinders as far as like that part of my business. And yeah. then when I made the shift of like, all right, like you have to make that decision of like, w- what do you want out of all this shit? Like, why did I move to Los Angeles? Why did I do what I did? And so knowing that in 2015. To have a wife and kids. Yes. Duh. Done. Why PTA, does anybody move here? PTA president, babies. check. Um, so no, I, um, I just knew that going into 2015, I was going to lose the Herald Examiner. So I was like, all right. I was going to say, you knew that going in. Did that help push you into the movie? Huh? Knowing that pushed you into the movie? I knew I had to do something. You think if the Herald wasn't going to close, that would, the movie would have happened? I always had promised. So so putting yourself on a clock as an example, in 2015, I knew that the Herald Examiner was going to go away. And I had always said to myself, and I've made other things at at that place, but I always want, I was like, I'm making a movie at that place. And I want to make the last movie at that building, which eventually, even for everybody that has heard me talk about it, doesn't understand the historical significance of it. May not for the next twenty years, but eventually people will talk about it. And there'll be way. that'll be a trivia question. What was the last movie made at the Herald yeah. Examiner? So I, Frozen so Peace. I, having that agenda, it put me on a clock. And you and I were working on a movie at the time, and yeah. then I, I had to stop. I had to go to this one. Actually because, named after this podcast. Yeah. So it uh, it. Um, I'm glad I was included in that. It be, it you became. Were. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You're you're in it. I see. Yeah. <laughs> it was about us three. Yeah. And, and, not, and not too far from reality of failure. But the, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I was kind of forced in a clock, and I was like, and I ended up working with somebody who also was very clock driven, which helped me. So yeah, I, I ended up getting that. And I'm so glad I did it because now, as we move forward on that film, I still feel like I have a footprint here that I never had before. And so moving into the next year, well, you always have, I can, you always have a movie that you made. Even though I'm currently collecting unemployment. I feel like I still accomplished something, which is a weird thing to say. Simultaneously collecting unemployment and accomplishing something is funny. No, I don't think... I mean, look, I think that's what's kind of different about this town and this industry in particular is that you you can be uh, collecting unemployment but still writing a screenplay. You can be unemployed but still be shooting stuff with your friends. Whereas like, if you're an insurance guy and you're unemployed, you just don't have any work. You're like, well, you don't yeah, go you're, do you're, insurance for free. You're collecting the, unemployment because the jobs don't... You're not locked into a job for 30, 40 years. It's right. just you, you make your movie or you whatever, and then you you're, the job ends. You collect unemployment until the next job starts. Yeah, I'm definitely um, – I had created my own stability in my life, and I don't have that anymore. But I've, done, I've been through this path before. We all have because you take that creative endeavor. There's highs and lows, and those lows can get pretty fucking scary. I'm fortunate enough that I have an extremely stable, stable wife mm. that has an extremely stable job. And I, I struggled, as you know, Ed, early on, I struggled being a primary caregiver of my kids. But I, I kind of love that now because it also gives me a wealth of material. Well, something yeah, you can, dude. Something I mean, you always have. It entertains can, you'll me. You'll never get I, it back. Yeah, and I've also become a psychotic football coach. So I've got that. That was my other thing in 2015. Well, you have that. to empty your frustrations <laughs> out somewhere. Is there a lot? Do you throw the clipboard? 
No, I, I threw my hat. Oh, you threw your I hat? I threw my hat one game, yeah. Did, like straight down to the ground, right? Straight down to the ground. Like, like, like an old man. That shit that you see yeah. in all the NFL films from the guys on the sidelines yeah. from the Vince Lombardi yeah. era. You're like Bum the, Phillips. Yes. You're like, oh, that's hilarious. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. You should wear a cowboy hat. <laughs> oh, dude, a Stetson. <laughs> Do that. Hmm? <laughs> cowboy Brian Irwin. <laughs> what about you, Ed? Like You, ha- uh, you, you, you should also wear a cowboy hat, Ed. <laughs> when I coached, what did you do in 2015? 2015 was, like I said earlier, it was like a year that just sat there. It did Like 2014 was good because I had done a couple TV spots. I had, I was a regular on that uh, How to Be a Grown-Up show on True TV. Yeah. I did. I finally did Comics Unleashed, which just seems to be a rite of passage for comedians. Is that still on, by the way? My episode filmed December 2nd, 2014, and has yet to air. Okay. <laughs> so they must have done a ton They of shot that. like 60 of those episodes. Good thing and I made none of them. And I still was not on any of them, and I emailed but they were they bunch. had like some, like I did one episode, but apparently they had, some comics did it like three times, oh, two, okay. three, four times. Like, I don't know. <clears throat> what was what were his lead-in questions for you? What stories did you tell? Um, Ed, I heard something happened when you were at like, the park. He did one like, so I hear you live in LA. Or, so you got a kid. And then you go in. It's yeah, just, you, my kid. You actually write your own leading questions. Yeah. So you like to use the so word you, so, comma. Yeah, you put so, comma. I actually have all the questions written out at home. I should have brought them. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. You should post but them. I should. I was going to post them whenever the episode aired. And, and I was going to like, hey, here's my... But it's never friggin' aired <laughs> a year later. But still. But then, like I thought, I was building sort of momentum going into 2015. And then nothing's happened in 2015. Well, we were kind of hoping you were going to eventually get together with uh, your mentor, Jay Schrader. I wish. Or Schroeder. That was How supposed to his happen. Name? Jay Schroeder. Schroeder. Schrader. Yeah. Was Spelled Schroeder. Quarterback? Pronounced Schrader. Yeah, he coaches somewhere, right? We, yeah, we, over we had... in uh, Sun Valley. Yeah. Oh, that's he's... right. You were telling me about that. Someone was telling me about that. He's, uh, we we, we talked football. about it, I believe, on air. Didn't we uh, talk Ian about Bags, Ian, Ian Bags podcast. It was Ian Bags. Uh, that's how far back I'm going now. three years ago. It was when you guys were at Lovitz. Lovitz. At the Ian Bags podcast. Guys, I got a spot there tonight. Lovitz, <laughs> guys, come on out to see me at John Lovitz Comedy Club tonight at eight thirty. Lovitz closed down this year, correct? At some point in twenty fifteen. Well, technically, I think it closed yes. in twenty fourteen. Technically, at the in the middle of or end of twenty fourteen. I think okay. so. I don't think it was open at all this year. Money wise, probably a couple of years. Before it was because it was they did uh, the the original last comic standing auditions that I was a part of were in November of twenty fourteen. That okay. was the last thing done there. Oh, uh, okay. And okay. then they scrapped all those people. For last comic standing, and then brought in a whole bunch of new people that John was a part of. Yeah, well, but yeah, not there, <clears throat> or still no. There. I didn't. I didn't. They called me and said, "Would you like to? Uh, would you like to showcase for the show at the Improv?" And I said, "I'll take any stage job I can get at the Improv." And then I went and I did three minutes. And the next day, they were like, "Do you want to be on the show?" And I go, "Yeah, sure, but uh, here's a couple things I won't do. I'm not telling jokes in a laundromat. I'm not like." Yeah. And I just started going down this list of things I'd seen on the show before, and they were like, "Now we do. We scrap that. You're not living in a house. It's straight up comedy competition. It takes about a week." I'm like. Yeah, man. but by competition we mean not it's all it's already fixed and you're done right away because you can't advance and we don't like you. Ian Bag did do very well on last he, did, he, he on that. killed it, but you need an Ian Bag in there. You need a guy who's like a veteran who's like understands what's going on. But that and whole also, thing was weird because they had it set up like I had gone through the preliminaries into the callbacks and was waiting to hear about if I'd made the top 100 and then they just scrapped yeah, they the stopped, whole they, thing. They stopped production of the show. They stopped production of the show, scrapped all and those probably comics. Probably got another production crew in there and were like, well, we can't go with these comics. And we then didn't. brought in a whole bunch, like another 200 comics and, yeah. did the sh- and redid the show. Yeah. It was crazy. It's weird. But like, here's the deal. You didn't miss much. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, a lot of waiting around. I mean, I talked to a lot of comics that I'd never met before, which was nice. Met a lot of cool people from like New York and um, 
you know, random places like St. Louis and just places I, you know, don't get to very often. Other than that, and being there with some of the people I knew, like there were some people that I liked that were in my group that I was. But like, you're sitting oh. there going like, "Well, these are good, funny comics," and none of them. Oh no, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The people that I respected the most and had worked with, and 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 who I felt were even just in plain conversation were funnier than a lot of people in the room yeah. did not advance. Which is not to say that the other people that did advance aren't funny. It's okay. just to say that. It's all subjective, and yes. I think it was rigged from the beginning. Well, comedy's subjective. It's, you have to remember it's television, it's casting. Yes. And it's, yeah, just because I think something's funny doesn't mean middle America's going to laugh. Yeah, I mean, and that's it, what TV's made for. That's you do, the you got At the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do. A lot of people don't. Um, you know, I've never done stand up on television, but if I did, I, I, I've always said to myself, I won't do it in competition form. That's a wise move. Com- comedy competitions are always a joke. But, well, to me, comedy's not a competition. I'm it not competing be. with you guys. It I wanted, it's my personal journey. Yeah. That, and that, again, I nothing against the people that do it. Like I, I know that, and we'll we'll talk to Ian when, you know, when he comes on the show. But you know, in, in in conversations with him, when I he initially told me he was doing it, I was surprised. I mean, that's I was not, shocked. Not, I was shocked. It's not his style, but I understand also there there is an, an element of exposure that you're going to get that also helps you from a career standpoint. And for Ian, I think he kind of realized at some point it was never going to hurt him. No. Yeah, the, the fans that he had <clears throat> already were going to be his fans no matter what. The worst thing that comes out of like Last Comic Standing is he gains more fans. Doing yeah. doing five minutes <clears throat> on Last Comic Standing, you get three times or four times a million more viewers than you would doing like a late night set. Right. Oh, yeah. At least. Yeah. Or even throwing shit up on YouTube or whatever. You, you know I, mean, I mean, the amount of the exposure is just, you can't compete, you can't. There's no other way to get that kind of exposure. Yeah. So you're, he would and be smart to just to take it for, because you know he'd advance the first round. You and get then, more. You could probably get more eyes on you doing five minutes of last comic standing and doing a half hour in Comedy Central. Well, unless, unless you're doing Skip E. What's his name? Skippy Low. Skippy Low show. Yeah. Then you're getting God a lot rest of eyes. So God rest his soul. That was the his her soul. Is he, what? God rest his soul. Are they his her soul? He passed away. His her. Soul. Was he a both? I don't know what he was. You, oh, okay. You were never sure. I was okay. kind of. I think he was a he. Okay. But you could have gone either way with it. I was looking at that title when you were on. I was like, what was Skip that? Skip E. Low. Yeah. It was the first. You remember him? For, the, you remember uh, the conversation? I forget. Uh-uh. When I first moved out here, he's like the first like Booker that would like put me on one of his shows. Oh, okay. Strange old dude. Yeah, yeah. he had like a public access show for a long time, very popular apparently, where he had like celebrities on all the time. Do you uh-huh. have a hairpiece? Like Colin and his sleazy I, friends? I, I think he had to have. A, I think so. He was like a bo- he had like a bob cut, like an old man with a gray bob mm-hmm. cut. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was like uh, emo Phillips, and he was called the <laughs> the, the guy with the <clears throat> Betty Grable legs. <laughs> That was his like slogan. Or I'm whatever. the guy with the Betty Grable legs. Cha 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 cha. Just Google him. <laughs> no, do it. <laughs> we had Jay Larson on the show in 2015. We yeah, a lot we did. About, uh... well, the, the, all our guests were in 2015. We started. <laughs> oh, wait, we yeah, started our show. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, we started our show in like. And when did we start? Well, we, this is your 40th show. Well, 41st we, show. But we I, don't put out, what, I don't know what the number. But is, we did it? like. Don't do counting. Yeah, we. I did told John like, to stop counting. Yeah, we did like 10. Uh, episodes first, and then we put out five. I did like the third or fourth, and that was at the Herald. Yeah, we yeah. did it in the Herald until we couldn't do it there anymore. And I then can't we... remember what our last uh, Herald but show was. But that was like was, in February. Our last Herald show was Chris Roush. Yeah. He talked about... No, you, you know, started recording them last in 2014, but you stockpiled a bunch. and we're That's what it was. We did. January. We started recording ah! it. You're right. We did you're record right. in 2014. <clears throat> I just can't find on my calendar where we recorded until like March or April of 2015. So that's, I just went back that far, but you're right. We stockpiled a bunch. I, remember I, did the it. I think I did it in December at the Herald yeah. last year. Here you are again, dude. See? Were you the, were you the last episode of the year? 
No, you, I wasn't part of the stockpile. Yeah, that's did right. Yeah, I'm looking right now. Uh, what our what our first episode? Our first people episode. are glad they listened to hear us poorly recap our entire <laughs> show. The, this this show specifically it's a year is for in the people show, that actually right? enjoy listening to our show. We're <laughs> yes, recapping. year in review. Yes. Um, and repoo. Actually, year in did, repoo. You know, I can't remember. We did a show that at uh, at the studios. Yeah. But oh, that was a Dan Satchoff one, right? That was we our... did. We had Dan at the at the All Things Comedy Studio. Yeah, so that one aired on the fifth of uh, of Just... January. <clears throat> okay. So if you want to see what we look like live, podcasting. oh, that was that was streamed live via video. Stream? Matt Fultron was our technically our first guest. Yes, he, not technically, he was our first. guest. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Well, yeah. I mean, if depending on how this stuff went out, but yeah, he was our first guest. And uh, we learned a lot about cocaine on that episode. But which he's mad about because he never really says I did a lot of cocaine. He just says he was hanging out with people who. It all wasn't did him. Cocaine. Yeah, he never. We he learned never about once. the cocaine through you. Was he going to run for president? What's it matter? Oh yeah, probably. Yeah, exactly. Well, and no. the little porch. Remember little porch? When you first moved out. Oh there, yeah, yeah little, little porch. porch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. John, I John actually around the on smallest a... porch in Los Angeles. You can go. I believe it's on the Hollywood tours. It's about the size of this table, but John it was like wood, John and it just like porch. hung over. There was no railing. And there was below, like, 15, 20 feet below was a cactus patch. So if you fell off, you were done. And you danced on it? And, oh, like a hammered monkey. Like, just... <sighs> and this guy would be like, hey, maybe you want to come inside. I'm like, why? And cigs and, like, pounding beers and, like, Bleh! And he was like, mm, you guys got to leave. <laughs> we had to move out pretty quick. <laughs> and Matt's doing, Matt's doing pretty well. He's, he's, Matt's he's, doing uh, great. His podcast is crushing it, the Full Charge Power Hour. We, we visited and got... The Full we, Charge and, Power? That's not what it's Power called. Hour. Yeah. Full Charge Power Hour. Yeah. Full Charge Power Hour. Yeah. We visited. Craig and I got in a fight on, on air we about Bigfoot. made Craig Bigfoot. cry about Bigfoot. Why? He stormed off oh, because I said him. Bigfoot wasn't real and he stormed off. It's, it's you got a, that upset about Bigfoot? Yeah, I eventually... It was, it was a man at the end of his rope, a man who's got kids, who's working a, a job that doesn't pay him enough, yeah. working all the time. He's tired. He's been up for a long time. We had him come in, sit down. We're all hanging out. And he really out. got that mad about Bigfoot? He got mad, he took got his headphones really off. Mad we about first Bigfoot. we thought it was a bit, and then it turned out to not be a bit. Wow. But wow. then he went and called his wife and was yelling about it, and, his wife, and he says it out loud, and then he gets quiet, and his wife's like, yeah. yeah. You sound like an idiot when you say that out loud, right? He's like, yeah, okay. Dewan Johnson was one of our guests. Dewan was great, man. The Rock? He worked for me, yes, yes. Dewan. You guys had The Rock? Dewan, oh, not Dwayne. He had told great stories that about being typecast because of his ponytail. Always, always the uh, the gangbanger. Yeah. But Dewan has moved on, and he is a very successful location manager now. So oh, that's a little, oh, look at that. for him. A little update on that's this. is the Sally yeah. Jesse, where are they oh, now? Yeah. This is like Shark Tank. Yeah, sure. Kind of. I say Sally Jesse, you say Shark Tank. This is like something. I don't watch a TV. This is like something, right, guys? This is something that happens about, you tell stories about stuff that happened Dan later. Satchoff, I love Dan Satchoff, one of the, one of the most to, talented. Man? Well, he, 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 I believe in this year, he did go make another version of Code 9, I believe, for, yeah, for Disney. Right? Am I, am I correct? I, I believe that what I, I'm not sure of the entire legal uh, aspect of the whole thing. But he but made another show. Basically, he, he worked on another show, show. That was that was part of it. Yeah, it was his show. Things are going a hidden okay. camera show. He also acted on the show Fameless a bunch of times. Yeah, so he's been doing really, really Good well for him. Yeah, no, Dan always kills it. Dan is one of those guys that if you ever. Like, if I ever was starting a company, for whatever reason, I would hire Dan, even if it was just to walk around in that Boy Scout uniform with that fucking puppet, and I would just, like, okay, well, you work here now, dude. I would just, he's a guy you want to keep close. Yeah, he's always got something going on. Yeah. Jeff Huck is still John's brother. Yep, he's still my brother. He's married. He's uh, living in New York, and they just finished three months on some crazy, crappy, you know, show in Jersey or something. So hmm. he's going to be enjoying his Christmas at home in his sweet-ass apartment, and I won't get to see him this holiday. Uh, our our you real can, life you can Skype 
I guess. <laughs> we had our we real won't. life uh, visitor, Eric Heister, the real life Forrest Gump. Real life Forrest Gump. Uh, life has been very slow for him because he's not around the business anymore. But he got married. What he used uh, to he, do in he, the business? He has he has uh, got all growns up. And oh, uh, look at that! He would he would work at the Herald and then get into movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, <clears throat> so I'm sure there's a plenty of movies you can find Eric Heister in coming up. But yeah, he's he's just doing his thing. Just mm. got married, so that was good for he's him. He's a hell of an artist too. Like he does kind of. You know, yeah, very talented. All artists, different. Yeah. Like if you, if, you know, oh, I, I sculpted something. Oh, I painted something. Oh, I, you're like, okay, dude. Yeah, we get it. You're creative. Justin Morit is currently uh, one of um, my favorite episodes. He's employing, uh, he's employing young Ben, my nephew, who's, oh. uh, whose bedroom we're in right now, broadcasting sweet, from. Sweet. Makes us sound weird on a uh, an adult <laughs> an adult swim uh, show. While he leaves, we uh, you know hang out in his room. Um, Justin was working a lot as, as it was great having like Eddie and, and we had a bunch of our friends on first, like guys that we sure. knew, knew, and that's of course how you start. And that's always fun. And the conversation flows, but a guy like Justin, it's, he's just such a rare in this like new Hollywood that's existing. Like he's just such a rare breed. He's this guy who started solo and immediately rose like yeah. just like everyone got sick so he was all of a sudden the ad on ghost yeah he's working in the middle of new york like the fuck he the was moving out the swayze <clears throat> movie ghost he's oh, yeah. getting swayze out of his trailers swayze's fucking great you fucking roll those cameras he's being screamed at left and right his first job as a pa was to go pick up rob Lowe at the yeah. airport and then he became best friends with rob Lowe. yeah oh, let's go get pizza so you he know, never you- really pa'd another day in his life he was like he kind of pa'd and then the rest of it was like you're rob Lowe's guy he's yeah. like okay he uh it's if you it, it, it's really important if if you're just catching up with us these are great episodes to go back to and that's the and, this is and, the one and, I stop listening to. to this one right now this, no 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 the this is 12 back, listen 12. to this one so we can you we're going to give you some updates so when you go back and listen you can be like oh now I know where this person's at number like, 12 oh. number 12 is it was Justin as easily the one that I point at first when people are like what's your show about I go listen to that one cuz it's about people of all walks of life in the industry but his stories are particularly interesting yep and insane uh, Jeff Cooper, uh, who Great also guy. did the same, uh, put out a book. This year. He put out a book. Uh, God, people do shit all the time. How to steal a truck full of nickels. Mm-hmm. It is published. It is available on Amazon. I, I, I Jeff actually, he ran Union Station for filming for many many years, just like I did at the Herald Examiner. He is officially quitting as of December 31st of 2015. Did his book do that well? No. Oh. <laughs> it will, but books take a long time. Yeah. To, yeah. It's, it's, slow, it's, it's not a that. slow burn. <laughs> my, my, my update about Jeff is, and I'm really proud of him, You know, he and I had a long conversation about this. He just decided that he was at a point in his life where um, he was in an impasse. Was he going to continue to pursue his dreams of being a writer? And trying to create stuff? Or was he just going to be a guy part of the daily grind? Was he just going to take a job? And do whatever just to pay the bills. And he and his wife sat down. They talked about it. She was like, we can live without you doing this job anymore if you want to continue to pursue your dreams. So he, he did it. He's he going to write full time. He quit. He quit. And he's just going to, he's going to take one last chance at it. Well, he, he, he first looked, of all, that's a supportive wife. So yeah. he's a lucky man to have that. Because yeah. that's the first step in like being able to do something like that. Yeah. Having a spouse that's not going to be like, get a fucking job all the time. Right. You know? And we're all blessed with... I agree. I think we are. All, yeah, because without Nicole being understanding of the kind of bullshit I have to do, it would be it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. But you know, this is a big jump for him because it's late in life. Yeah, Not late in life. But you know, but, like but he's but in for his forties. Yeah, if you were telling me he was going to be a fucking dancer or a fucking right. comedian Gymna- all of a sudden, gymnast. Yeah, a gymnast or a flag twirler. If that's a uh, thing, be a flag can be. <laughs> but I, I think, think I would probably stop talking to him if he was if he was narrowing it down. I'm quitting. I'm quitting here to become a flag twirler. I just love the fact that he parades. wants to. I want to jump out of this grind. And... 
I just I just love the fact flags. that someone is 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 saying I'm not giving up on my dream. Good, you yes. Make, and and naysayers, whatever. I don't care. It doesn't if you matter. Think I'm crazy fucking, for what I'm doing, you know. I think and, you're crazy if you fucking don't do that shit. Yeah, I mean, it's like you got one life to live. What do you? How yeah, you what live you want to be? You know? Here's what you. Here's what I always say to people when they're like, "Oh, should I go? Should I not go?" I'm like, "Well, do you remember? Like, I don't really have the money. Like, Nicole didn't want to go to Hawaii. I go, "Well, do you think on your deathbed you're gonna be like, hey, remember the time I saved my money by not going to Hawaii?'" Yeah. No, you're not gonna fucking want to have that story. You're no. gonna have the story when you went to Hawaii, came back, had no money. I don't know, just something better than yeah. I didn't go because I didn't have, I was broke. Like, just fucking go. Andrew Santino stopped by, yeah. and he actually had a really good 2015, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I yeah. Read in the he's, trades. He's, he's had, had a couple, he's had a couple a really, years. No, but, he, but I'm saying, but this year specifically, I believe he's uh, doing a Jim Carrey he's produced... He already comedy did comedy yeah. store yeah. biopic. He shot. It's not a show. Comedy show. Store, it's not a comedy store Ish, biopic. But that's it's, it's loosely based on, on it's a comedy loosely store based book, on right? comedy in Los Angeles in the early eighties. Okay. And Santino got the role of Bill and and not Bill Hicks, but an angry Bill it's Hicks ba- typeish guy who he went up against one of our other guests, Nate Cordry. Yes, for Nate the same Cordry. role. Yeah, and and Cordry almost they were it was down to the wire. I think. That I don't know, but it is pretty interesting that two of our guests were yeah, up for the for exact that role. Same. Also, a very interesting fact about Santino, I haven't even had a chance to to tell him congratulations, but he also he also did the show Sin City Saints on Yahoo, which was yes, yep. uh, commercially not successful because Yahoo didn't know how to advertise it. But <clears throat> I did watch the entire series and I enjoyed the shit out of it. He was also on Mixology on ABC, which yeah. I did not care for because it was not directed at me. <clears throat> I'm 40. Nicole loved it. She's fucking like 32. They're like, hey, like they. Like it was for the people in their early thirties who the still people dated. that watch the, the people that are in that type of show don't <clears throat> sit there and watch TV like they're out doing that right I mean, right, right, like, right 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 <clears throat> you're making a show for people that are out living that life sure so not that's watch why that and show. that's probably why I couldn't find an audience but more recently he just got added to the cast of James Franco is making a movie about the making of the room. Oh, that Tony Wiseau movie, or however you say that guy's name, and Santino got a part in that. I don't know what the part is really, Ugh. but him and I think Eric Griffin were added to it or something. Well, like, they were in the Comedy Store thing. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Eric Griffin got added to the Comedy Store thing, and then and somebody else that I like was was in this uh, other thing. But but to me, like I mean, we've seen the room. I've seen the room just by itself, and I laughed all the way through it. And then we saw Rift Tracks. It's amazing. Maul that fucking movie. It is so hilariously bad that just to be anywhere near a movie that Franco is making about it would be super exciting. So, I mean, he's had not only a good 2015, but Santino's had like, and he, you know, you'll see a lot from him in 2016. Yeah, he auditioned for SNL and didn't get it. But in my head, as, as, as much as that probably devastated him, um, because we all want that. Do you know what I mean? We all want to get that close. Um, or even get it, but I think he's one of those guys. Like you hear about, like Jennifer Aniston also didn't get SNL. She's yeah. fine. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Jim Carrey didn't get SNL. Jim Carrey didn't get SNL. Like like Santino is 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 kind of like on his way. You know what I mean? If if not already there to some extent, because I feel like he's he's like he moved out here years after I did, and he just leaps and bounds past me. Yeah, he's one of those guys that just sort of shot up. But also, I believe had a plan and doesn't do a lot of talking. He doesn't fucking talk about what he's going to do. He fucking does it. Like he, he's a really a more action. And when you hang out with him, you see how goofy he is. That might not come across, but I think he's more of an action. Like I'm going to do this, and then he goes and does it instead of like, you know, you stand around a comedy club long enough. Somebody's like, yeah, I'm going to write a movie about. I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking. Blah, 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 and it's just a lot of hot air where he never. I never heard that kind of shit out of his mouth. And meanwhile, as I'm like just coming out of my fucking disgusting phase, he's like already. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, oh man, I wish I would have like 
come here with a plan, you know? But then again, who knows? Because then you come with a plan and then that plan is, you deviate from that plan no matter what your plan is. Everybody lives their life their way. Yeah, so it's like, I didn't have a plan and I was a rudderless for many, many years, but now I'm like, I've got, I'm doing what I want to do. Yeah, but all it takes is one person to see you do something they like and they pull you a certain way. And then it's up to you to... to, It's up to you. Yeah, you can totally fuck it up. Yeah, dude. I mean, so many people do. I think in this business, to make it, like Brian and I had this talk, like you have to have that one person... Somewhere above you to give you that one step up. Otherwise, you're just like, yeah. It helps to have somebody in your corner. There's no, yeah. You need need somebody championing your cause. But also at the same time, if you go out all the time and you're going to clubs and you're just nice to people, and you do what you do on stage, and you know you work at it. And I'm not saying to not try or whatever. I'm just saying, but like along with the personality of being at that club and hanging out all over those places, that is also what people remember. Like, I've had people say to me stuff about, like, oh, yeah, I like having a conversation with you because I feel like you're actually talking to me. And, like, people remember that shit. So when it's like, hey, who should we get for this? Oh, you know who I like? It's John Huck. Not because they saw me do comedy. Not because if, yeah. because I happened to fucking be around one night and I wasn't being an asshole. And I'm not saying this happens to me a lot. I'm what just a saying, rare night that is. I'm just, exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like... It was Atlanta. The more, the <laughs> it was more, not Atlanta. <laughs> no, Atlanta it was, was bad. was not Atlanta. But, but, uh, but I have... Not at the Waffle have, House have in Atlanta. Grown, <laughs> I have grown from Definitely that not. mistake or horrible... Whatever you want to call it, potential life altering, potential life, a life altering coma uh, that I would have been beaten life into, life changing event that would have been. But I'm just saying, like you know, and and that's that was what I spent a lot of 2015 is like, just just calming down and being like, look, yeah, I didn't, I'm not ever gonna get an SNL audition. I'm 40. No one wants to see, but but I can submit a writing packet. I can submit writing packets everywhere. You know what I mean? So like, I tried to write as much as I could with the amount of time I had uh, in my free time, and I think. I've accomplished more this year with writing than I have. I mean, me and you, like, I've written with you guys, but that's like three of us just like, you know, laughing. And, and that's like, doesn't even feel like work. But like, writing by myself is hard sometimes. And I wrote a movie with a friend, and then I wrote an entire TV pilot in like two days yeah, alone. Very funny. Just like, I read it. Yeah, he wouldn't send it to me. So I have no idea. No, that's, are you kidding? You didn't send it to me. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I'll send it to you. I shouldn't have sent it to Nicole because she doesn't. I haven't read it yet. I'm like, yeah, you've only laid that's around good, for three good, days. That's a good thing, though. I, I can't. No, you're you're right. But she asked. Too. She asked, and I didn't want to be like, I don't want you to read it. I I, I have reiterated to you time and time again. This is the uh, the the fourth incarnation of a podcast that I have done, and my wife has never listened to a single thing I've done, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I think it's actually better. It's better for our relationship if she doesn't listen to the. things She's out that I in do. an office right now working, doing something. Yeah, important. yeah. Well, but when me and Nicole first got together, she listened to every episode of the podcast I had at the time. She always listened. That's when you first get together. Right, the honeymoon right, phase. Right, I'm right, talking right, about right, the right. Married phase, no, you're not. Yeah, she shouldn't be interested in that, right? But she That's is also a creative me, person, think. so she is also interested in possibly writing something. So it's like we could work together on something could. like that. Maybe you know what I mean? Maybe or could. It could and if I ever got a show, and I could, children. and I could bring you know people I wanted to hire on, I would hire her as a producer in a second. That, wait, we did not include Ed and I in that conversation. No, dude, Brady you guys Matthews are already also, fucking. No. Brady Matthews was on. I love, um, I love Brady. Haven't seen him since uh, since the, uh, the, the 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 time that he visited us. I have seen some of his. His amazing artwork that he yeah. has posted on Instagram. He does great pop the guy art. Is, I, the fact his his whole backstory about how he just all of a sudden went, I think I know how to paint. Like the whole concept of going, I think I know how to do something. Like where the hell does that come from? Because I don't have those skills. So to see that and then actually investigate after the fact, because they really didn't know Brady when he came in. Right. To see what he's accomplishing after the fact from his artwork standpoint. Just that alone for me, I'm blown away by what he's able to do. Dude, I, I agree. As an artist. And as his an artist. and his story is like, you know, he was like, fuck this town, I'm moving. 
and puts all his shit in his car. He f- gets rid of his apartment. He's ready to move to Austin. <laughs> his manager goes, hey, they want you to audition for Saturday Night Live. He's like, what? What? Like, he'd submitted tapes before nothing, and now they're going to fly him to New York. So he's like, yeah, but It's like always right. that story. Like yeah, that, yeah. Like, I, I, I'm, I keep saying to myself, like, when am I going to get to that point where I'm just going to, like, fuck it and then get ready to leave? You're not. But you're not. You're not. So I'm I'll not. never get I mean, to that point to get that, to get that phone call. Like, oh, by the way. But also, I want you for this. But also, it's 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 just who you are. Like, this is what you do. You know what I mean? This yeah. is what I do. I'm not gonna like. I don't want to do anything else really. I don't want. I mean, I want to do a bunch of other things. But I, I, I'm, I, I would. It would have to be really hard for me to. It would be really hard for me to pack up and be like, I'm, I'm leaving. Well, I wouldn't know what else to do. Yeah, that's the thing. Is that, I, I, yeah. I wouldn't know. I really wouldn't know. Yeah, I, my like, skills. I don't have a are, resume. Oh yeah. Good well, luck. you can make one. You have a computer, right? Eh. A template. Yeah, it's, just, it's just a template. It's a MacBook 2006. But I think, but but Brady was, but even though he didn't get it, whatever. I still think he's very funny. His impressions are very funny. His characters are very funny. Uh, I thought his audition tape. I still say, if you can go watch it online, his audition tape for SNL was really funny. My favorite that I've seen that some someone I know that was just like bubble wrap commercials with celebrities. It was funny, you know what I mean. But I agree that his art is, I think, what will take him again. Something he just started. Yeah, it's and he's already doing amazing. commission pieces for people who are like, I want a Bill Murray painting. Yeah. So he's like, does a Bill Murray painting. It's amazing. His stuff is really great. If you, if you find him on Instagram, you should totally check out some of his artwork. It's amazing. Jen Murphy. Jen Murphy's always fun. Visit us. Feet. She has, um, I think for, you know, again, I, um, I have not talked to her in a while, just briefly via worldwide texting. Um, but uh, she is, seems to be doing very, very well uh, in the comedy world, she, which is her sole focus. You know, you go back to that whole, like, just having a plan. Her sole focus, which is one of the hardest ones, as we've talked to you about Patrick Keene about this same thing, when your sole focus is, I want to get to the top of my game as a headliner in stand-up comedy, that's fucking hard. Yeah. It really is. Well, There's so many... It's, you it's, look at her, she's constantly on She stage. does every show, yeah. She she's doesn't constantly stop. constantly And stage. to her credit, she is... She, when I asked her about it, I was like, hey, Jen, just a quick question. How are you getting all these feature spots? You know what I mean? Who are you talking to with the improv? And she's like... I mean, I talk to the improv and I get a few from them, but I contact headliners directly, whether I know them or not. And I was like, boom. And I just started doing that. I was like, that's a great idea. <laughs> She's like, hey, I'm losing a lot of my work now. Uh, <laughs> and John keeps getting everybody. I'm like, really glad I told him about that. But that, no. But, but she just, she's just, she's, con- she's constantly doing stand up. Like that, that's her thing. And we used to make fun of Ian Bag a long time ago. Cause you know, when Ian moved to Los Angeles, he was already a very well known comedian in Canada. Right. Well, he but then he went through but he was in New, York. New York. He was via in New York. Yeah, he had done Conan yeah. by the time he via came out. He in New York. Basically, he did some it, acting it, stuff too. I mean, yeah. he was Dane Cook and Ian Bag were known for the guys you didn't want to follow in New York for a while because they would just slay Crush. the audience and yeah. it was just really hard. So then he comes out to LA and this guy, you know, I didn't really know him at the time. I just got to, got to know him through the thing. And then, of course, the, the famous, you know, I found out I was a friend of his when he called me and said, I'm asking my friends to work with me. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm a friend of yours then. So um, he, uh, but he would do every show. That guy was doing, which is very hard to do like three or four shows yeah. a night in LA. It's yeah. not like New York. It's a lot yeah. of driving. And he was one of those guys that we used to be like, Ian, stop doing all these open mics, man. Why I remember when I was. But he was obsessive. And, but, you know, again, I get that. Eventually he stopped doing because he didn't need to. But, well, I remember, like, but Jen's kind of starting to fall into that, like, I'll take it where I can get it. I'm going to take every gig I can get yeah. right now. I was yeah. hanging out with Ian when I was working on his show or whatever back in years ago. He would be like, yeah, Monday's my day off. Like, he wouldn't do stand-up on Monday. But I'm like, um, that means you're going up every other night of the week. Yeah. yeah. 
or yeah, at least multiple going to times a show. During that and he just cut, Monday was his day off, but like everything else was like multiple times every night of the week. I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. yeah. But again, that's the sole focus there is stand up. Yeah. That's the goal. You know and, what I mean? And, 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 and I, would, I would look for, I think we should have Jen back on and see how things are going for her and see yeah, if she's happy sure. about the decision she's made. You know, I'm, I'm, I'll see her, you know, soon, but we'd love to have her back on the show. Chris Rausch, when he stopped by, um, Chris ended up doing, uh, being the key grip on my movie Frozen Peas. I, we probably should have him back. Yeah. Because something He's got happened an on inter- the show. He'll have an interesting story. <laughs> Something happened on the show. What happened? Uh, that's it. That's, that's uh, all I'm gonna say. But it's a. I'm not it's, gonna listen. Not on, no, great, not on the show. On the on the movie. No, 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 something happened on my movie, Frozen Peas. But I want Chris and I to recap it, and it can only be done if both of us are on the same episode recapping. Yeah, it can't it. be one story over the no, other. No, no, no. And it's not. It's not even he said. She said. It's just. No. I think it would be more captivating for an audience to have Chris back on the show to discuss. Um, uh, being on Frozen Peas, and and he actually hooked me up big time on that movie as far as like what he did for that show. So it's it'd be great to recap that anyway. Murray Valeriano or I've, Murray Valeriano or, or, or Valeriano Valeriano Murray Valeriano. Sorry, yeah, thank you. Was on our show. Yeah, good guy, solid dude. Haven't heard much from him lately. No, which is funny because we did his show, his podcast, but we did it from from here. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, recorded here that gave it to him. Yeah, we did. We did, <laughs> see, we did our show and then we did his show. But his podcast is like a ten minute conversation, and he yeah. blends it in with a bunch of yeah, other stuff. It's, just, it's a put well, he still does the road stories thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we did. We did yeah. road stories. We, uh, um, I think you and I looked for him the other day at the ice house. We couldn't yeah. find him. His, his Lisa's headshot was hung up that he was going to be there. So mm. all right, thank you, Bill. Uh, one of our most bizarre. Episode the weirdest episode. Which see, I, he he already know. I don't, I don't have to say the name because he already knows what I'm talking about the Bill Dwyer mystery show. Oh yeah, you guys told me about that. <laughs> he was all over the place, man. I could not get a read on what was real and what was not. It was fucking there's, infuriating at times. So there's probably three people in all of comedy that if we had on the show, you really don't know what you're getting. Bill Dwyer. But I didn't Bro- know that. I was like, "Oh, Bill's." We know just, now. Yeah, Bill Dwyer, Brody Stevens. You would not have no idea what's going yeah. on. You, you, and, and probably Zach Galifianakis. Those are three people that blur the line between you, reality yeah. and 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 fiction, and you really don't know which you have no direction idea where it's going. It ends. Yeah. And it took a while. Again, I highly recommend listening to this episode because. Um, in hindsight now, I will admit, John and I, for 20 or so minutes, were extremely confused. Yeah, and just like a little bit annoyed. we took him at face value. Like a little bit annoyed that I was like, why aren't you just being... It, it was kind of the frustration I would I get when I watched... You after, you're like... Robin Williams or Jim Carrey be interviewed on like The Tonight Show, when it was like, they wouldn't just sit down and answer questions and have conversations. They would jump around and fucking do these crazy voices, and you're like... Just save that shit for the yeah. movies. I want to know about you. I'm trying to get an interview, but they weren't the kind of people that wanted to share their lives. Yeah. And that's what I was getting from Bill. Like, obviously, he doesn't want us to know anything about him. And yet, he talks about his kids on stage. He talks about his wife on stage. But, like, we weren't getting any real. No. I mean. But it's so entertaining. And I think it's so entertaining because it's we're so confused. Yeah. And we're still trying to <laughs> assemble something. And I think then he figures out, holy shit. These guys are believing some everything of the stuff I'm saying. That I'm saying. Yeah, like, and it's so it's a really interesting. It's one of our most popular episodes, actually. So if you haven't listened to it, is and, it really? And, yes, one of our most popular. So, yes, to? yes. So you should definitely go back to that. We've already covered, uh, you know, Court McCowan, Anthony Alabi, loved that one. Anthony's great NFL, but now he's doing. He's uh, on Rocket Jump, which is a show on Hulu. Okay. Um, these guys do basically they did make these YouTube shorts and they wanted to set out to make the best eight YouTube six or eight YouTube shorts they could make with big budgets and big effects and Anthony's in there playing truck flipper. Okay, he's in this action adventure movie 
parody and he like basically they show he punches the truck and whatever and they show everything they do to get it and make the effect and how they actually flipped a bus and all this shit and then they show you the short at the end it's very cool actually okay. the, the episode one and episode three I highly recommend um, Rocket Jump on Hulu we were visited uh, twice by Hayes Hargrove yeah Hayes had a t- t- his whole life part story one and part two we, yeah. we did have to cover because you know Hayes was one of those interesting oh this is when he was he was uh, the married the he, divorce he was he he, didn't know about the as divorce. soon as the first episode as soon as we get to him divorcing Kristen Wiig which, which we never really got we didn't really talk about it and he just started getting to it you yeah know? And uh, I had like, to go. I got to pick up my kids. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he was literally, I think, in the middle of like, sh- things just were not going well in his life. And I was like, I am so sorry, but I'd... I don't have time for this. No, I don't. And I literally <laughs> ended the episode. So we like immediately, <laughs> we're like, you have to come back. Yeah, and we it need took the rest a while of to get it back. Yeah, schedules like, oh, and everything and all that shit. But, just got, but, but what a great story he was for bo- both episodes. Have an emotional breakthrough and you just cut him off. Yeah. <laughs> Stifle Having, that, would you? Yes. Obviously, he's a good friend and he's a a neighbor, but having Nate Cordrian fresh off of the end of the John Stewart Daily Show, yeah, and having him tell those stories, and then hearing this amazing story about nine eleven that you know that he he lived through, that was um, one of my His, favorite episodes. Uh, yeah, and I, this Nate, like that was the first time I'd ever I met him once over here before. Um, an awkward football game. Right? Yeah, it was an awkward football game. And then he said something. He was like, I got to go to work tomorrow. I'm like, oh, cool. What are you working on? He's like, mom on CBS. I'm like, oh my god, that's Nate. I didn't even realize. It's, it's funny I didn't to put see two his and two together. Yeah, but funny. but anyway, so he was he was just a guy that as as a even though he's had a great career, I didn't know too much about him. So to have him on and and, and learn about him and he did he opened up he told a lot of interesting stories. Yeah, and were, he is actually you know was willing to discuss you know the fact that he's got a he un, he you know he's got a famous older brother and, and, that, and that's why he was never comfortable at the Daily Show because he felt like Rob Corddry was like give my brother a job and they're like okay I can see that yeah yeah but you know that. but again but they, I think that speaks to his character he doesn't want to be some coattail riding fuck who's like oh his no you want to make your own name you want to be like oh we hired Nate because Nate's fucking hilarious yeah yeah and in his in uh, his uh, van his Volkswagen van is I'm gonna sale. buy that fucking thing. <laughs> So don't ever anyone look at it. Um, but yeah, so it was great to have Nate. Nate's brother, Rob Cordry, will be joining us uh, hopefully in the new soon. year. Yeah, he yeah. already committed to doing the podcast. We'll have Burt Kreischer so. on in the new year, yeah. too. Uh, then Aaron Hayes stopped by. Aaron Hayes about was her, fantastic. Her hippie lifestyle, very similar to uh, Nicole's uh, living in the... Except that Aaron went to Australia to avoid Y2K. <laughs> Because her dad had a shack you there. About that. there was like uh, a, yeah. It was like a bunker. Yeah. You gotta, yeah, you got to listen to the Aaron Hayes episode. Oh, it's so There's funny. funny stuff in and there. then it's like, oh, and did your boyfriend or husband go with? She's like, no. We're like, wait, what? We left them for dead. because he, no, he was he like, didn't want to uh, go. He's like, I'm not going to your ridiculous. shack in Australia. It, it, Fuck off. The fact that they stayed together, because he's like, you can go do whatever you want, but, we're, uh, but we'll stay together. I'll but, see you after the new year yeah. when you're, nothing you're has shit. changed. You're batshit crazy, but... It was more like I think she looked at it as a free vacation to Australia, because she's like, I don't think she was like, we're going to all die. She was like, well, my dad has a house, so let's go. But I don't know. It was funny. It was a great episode. It was great. Doug Dresser, one of the most popular uh, location managers Dude, in Los Angeles. Doug's got some stories, he man. He has stories. And his movie, I forget what it is, that new, um, it looks amazing, actually. I've seen all the trailers for it. It's, uh, it's Star Wars? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Something about a war in Something space. Space Wars? The laser swords. It's got, what's his laser name? Swords. The blonde-haired guy from Gilbert Grape, whose name is Escape. Leonardo DiCaprio. That Leonardo oh, right, DiCaprio. The, the Revenant? Revenant. That the 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 trailer for that thing. I mean, listen. First off, I am where Leo I, gets raped by a bear. Is now, that like I'm in? I'm is in that like Satan's Alley from no. This Thunder? is this is this is this is dumbing it down. But as a parent, I'm in on any movie I taken 
you fuck with somebody's kids, and then they go on a rampage, uh, you're, you're take real you down. Gibson yeah. and payback. No, but this movie—that's what this movie's about. Yeah. This is about straight up, like I'm gonna fucking destroy you, straight for revenge. fucking killing my child. I am so in on that one, like that. That again, I don't want that to ever happen to anybody. <laughs> sounds like you do. It sounds no, like you want to seek like revenge on your family. It already murderers. happened, so I'm saying if it already happened, you're <laughs> you gonna turn into a movie. Like I want to see. Little it. excited yeah. about the idea. Yeah, you want to kill somebody. That's fair. So anyway, so Doug stopped by. Again, one of our most popular episodes with Doug, just because he's saying, we'll, we'll have think- it back. He just he took off to go. Um, uh, he's been gone for many, many months working on uh, a movie. So are, you, yeah. are you judging these popular episodes based on the Skippy Low episode, right? Yes, yes. That's yeah, the that bar that we hold everything bar. against. <laughs> and then, the um, Steve Simone <clears throat> came on. Now, let me yeah. tell you something about Steve. Um, Good times. For, if any of you have been following Steve on um, on on social media, he's done some really good stuff the last. He couple has. Weeks. He's been doing some amazing stuff. Children's he decided Hospital. to do a Christmas wish for, I believe, one child, maybe more. I, mean, just, I, ended I think up it more. grew. I think it started. So with he one ended kid. up. He I don't know if it was GoFundMe or whatever his account was, whatever account he set up, because he wanted some children over at Children's Hospital to have amazing Christmases, and he wanted to get them every single present that they asked for on a list. And he set up an account, and it blew up, and he was basically like, He asked hey, for like three grand, he ended up getting like seven or eight. Yeah, and so basically him. he came crazy. back and he said, listen, whatever extra money we have, we're going to get it, we're going to find more kids at Children's Hospital, and we're going to do that. Yeah, so, that was I mean, amazing. So the fact that, you know, if that that's one of those great stories of 2015. Yeah, that's something really positive that he's doing that, that, that we can look at and say, hey, not everyone's a piece of shit. Right. <laughs> Chris Pleasant just saw him recently. Chris Pleasant, very funny. Out. Pleasant, what a pleasant man. What a Chris uh, Pleasant man. I've always liked him. I've known him, I feel like I've known him forever. My favorite quote that I love to quote, you're Batman? I'll never forget that. <laughs> oh my God, dude. He fucking drove. <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever just want to say something, like, if you ever can't remember somebody's name, just 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 listen to that episode and, oh and, and, God, and, and just remember, you'll be quoting from here on out from that episode. You're Batman? Oh, but I feel like I want to tell Eddie the story real quick. I mean, he was a li- he's a limo driver. Well, yeah. no, no, don't tell him. You can't tell him. He's got to listen to like, it. Oh, I, don't, I don't want anybody. I don't want it because this is the whole point. I mean, you should go back I and listen to, these listen things, to the episode. Oh, but still, I mean. John and I covered our, our – uh, there was an episode we covered about what we got going on. We already know about that stuff we had going Lots on. Lots of good stuff. Mike oh, Black dude, came bro. on. And we spent a lot of time talking about not only you know, Star figures. Wars action figures, but we did talk about the fact that unfortunately Mike was there at one of the one of the worst nights in comedy store history. Yeah, uh, the shooting when yeah. the shooting when the guy was yeah. killed out front. And, you know, it's interesting to get that person that firsthand perspective of what it's like to be in a place of happiness and joy. Well, it's a um, comedy store. I don't know how much. Yeah. Well, <laughs> ah, no, now it's now it's much better than it was. I mean, that, if that kind of thing happened there like five years ago, I'd go, yeah, that's what you get for hanging out there. Like, right. do you know what I mean? But now I'm like, come on, man. Why? That's a comedy club. It had Fuck just, oh. that, that was the thing I think we talked about is it had, it had turned a corner and it had started turning yeah. into this place where people were like, I love going to the comedy yeah, store I now. Yeah, I feel and, welcome when I show up. Yeah. I don't and feel like audiences too. Yeah. Oh, and then you can tell by the amount of them that are there. Yeah. Like now the place is packed out almost on a regular basis. Nicole obviously stopped by. Yeah, that was an interesting yet sort of awkward episode. But um, Did you act like you knew her? Uh, no, I mean, I just introduced her as my roommate. Okay. Uh, we got a lot of clarifications on what the boundaries were in their conversation <laughs> and what they're yeah. willing to so talk lots about. Of lots, lots of boundaries. Lots of boundaries. Lots we're of boundaries. Of boundaries. We're like Germany over it's here. All it's all boundaries. It's all boundaries. It's all And I'm out of bounds. Another one of my favorite episodes, mostly because John was like, was starstruck during the whole time was when Cyrus Farmer uh, visited. Because John obviously has seen everything, apparently, that Cyrus has ever I'm had. I'm like... And, Hey, did you ever know? He goes, yeah, I was and in then, Oz with him. I'm like, don't watch that. And we tell the story, and John would get that high-pitched John excited voice. You were in the fucking <laughs> <laughs> in the wire? What the fuck? But Cyrus... Did you cough at all that episode? <laughs> I, I probably couldn't. 
yeah. my, the starstruckedness in my in my throat. And Cyrus uh, represents the epitome of how nice you can be when someone steals all your money. So, oh my um, god, yeah, yeah, he, he's he's a fucking awesome dude. He's super nice, and and he also I like when they respond on Twitter when I'm like, hey, and they're like, hey, it was a great having me on, thank you. And of course, um, you know, just recently released one of our uh, the, our Star Wars episode uh, with Amanda Led Amanda Led Jones growing up growing up, um, which I'm always fascinated with. I don't know a lot of people that have grown up around like in the household of people that wield, I mean, a lot of power in Hollywood. And, and her father, I mean, at, at a certain point in time, was one of the most, and probably when Star Wars, like probably the most powerful person in Hollywood when Star Wars completely he exploded. listened to George Lucas say, yeah, do you think like American Graffiti? I like that movie. Space He's opera. like, I got a space opera. And he's like, okay. He's like, everyone else thinks it's weird. He's like, uh, read it to me, whatever. He's like, yeah, okay, we can make wow. that movie. And that's Star Wars A New Hope. That's episode four. Wow. I mean, without that guy, Mel Brooks took Young Frankenstein to everybody, and they were like, we'll make a Mel Brooks movie. He's like, I want to make it in black and white. They're like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. He was the first guy to go, yeah, I see that. Hollywood needs more of those people. But that's what I'm saying. Like Before the internet, before YouTube, before all this kind of horse shit that where you have to wade through so much crap to get to good content, this guy was like, he had the forefront and the fucking vision to just be like, I mean, if someone read Star Wars to you right now, if it had never been made, and they read the script, you're like, this is the dumbest... What is this, the Elf yeah, movie? This is it shit. It like he had the trust in the creative person. He loved American Graffiti so much it's that like, he, you're, you're obviously a creative person. I trust you to go make something great. But also, he had... Some of some of the stuff was his idea in some of it. Like, yeah. make... make uh, Sigourney Weaver a woman in Alien yeah. that was his idea really yeah wow. it was a guy and he was like you should make it a woman and then Ridley Scott was like fuck yeah I should make it a woman and like they it was like stuff like that is like you should make it so it's this and then that's the thing that's the most Hollywood needs famous, more of those people like just a great like, but the thing is then you talk to her and you're like how was it having him as a dad it's, it's like very tough oh I can't imagine that abs- would be good. absentee father yeah. that kind yeah. of thing yeah. you know but what I mean. as far as like making good stuff in Hollywood exactly I, more of that I agree and that's why she's making a documentary called Laddie about his life so that people can see you know before all that crap how dudes ran hollywood yeah and you know it was it was one of those episodes where we were never really quite sure like was she going to go down that path and really tell the you know listen here this yeah, is my didn't. life was not easy like you know we don't guide anybody that's the so the, in, in looking back in 2015 as far as an evolution of a show that's that kind of stuff because i mean you know uh, jay brown was on the show um and mick bentoncourt was on the show and even with Mick, like it got real, and, and, and how could it not, right? Like, yeah, it got real dark. You know, Mick has a very dark past. He's got a crazy so, past, but the fact that he's become who he is, in you know, in spite or because of, is is pretty fantastic. It's a great story. And you know? and, and it, it, it's like, listen, there's no box of tissues on this little card table that we do this show on. Just right? pretzels. There's just right, right, right now while well, yeah, you're small sad, waters and a former our, bag of chips, our, <laughs> a former bag of chips and an X bag, bag of chips. <laughs> no, but I mean it's just like, and that's that thing of like you know. Okay. I, just, I, just, I forgot it was our party. <laughs> it's the worst party ever. You gonna, who's going to ask? Who's going to finish that? But um, <laughs> you're going to eat that. You're going to eat that. I'll eat that. It's already. Eaten. Um, but no, I I, and I, just, I just feel like, you know, we were able to, you're able to get to some deep stuff here every once in a while and still have fun. Like, I, I, I'm glad our show has evolved the way it has. I yeah, think, I so. agree. I think, and that's the whole thing. It's like the first five, six, seven, eight episodes, we're like trying to find out what we're really doing. And, and they probably came off a little more interviewee than we wanted or whatever. But now it's like, it's more of a conversational thing while still getting information. Well, the original and, concept was to find out some, the person's story of Hollywood, how they came in and like... 
I remember the first few episodes, you guys cut people off halfway through. Yeah, we were going to do two-parters for two everybody. Parties. Which we still will. We still have if, to if, go back if, and revisit by, people yeah. if need be. Yeah. But being there in one of the early episodes and then watch you guys talk about the episodes now, you can see the evolution of the show. Yeah. From what you guys, the original concept of the show was to what it's turned into. Yeah, which I'm very happy which with. Which has gotten a lot great. lazier. <laughs> yeah. A lot later. That's why it's which called podcasting. Just, yeah, it's okay? not called money-making I mean, fucking There's a whatever. lot of initiative and uh, forethought before. Yeah, let's see. When you get now your it's check... Now like, hey, eat these chips and talk. When you get the fucking check for the show you just did here today, you'll be you'll be thanking me. And that check is just a check mark it's on a, a piece check of paper. It's a check mark on a piece of paper that says, do you like me? Check the box, yes or no. <laughs> did you like being on the show? Check the box, yes or no. 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 Mike Black afterwards asked when, we were, when he was getting his paycheck. I saw him at a, I saw a commercial audition. He goes, hey, man, when are we getting uh, paid for that podcast? I was like... Uh, and he just starts laughing. I'm like, okay, because I thought for two seconds you might be serious. There's one or two podcasts that pay, right? So yeah, where not do you, this one. So Eddie, where do you go in 2016, man? Where do I go? We're no. Remember, this is we're going making to, a movie. This is going to be out there. So 2017. Yeah. Comes. So put something positive out there. Well, the movie we were supposed to make, we'll make that movie. We have the shorts too. We talked. We have the about. shorts. We have the time. We have the power. We think we can rebuild him. <laughs> We have shorts we're talking about. We, we, we discussed. We had a meeting. Then we looked yep. at Apple Apple Watch stuff. Yeah. That we then we then we got ADD and then we just started looking at something else. I, we were sitting there talking. We had like a we were like sitting there talking at at uh, Sharky's having a meeting talking about ideas and stuff. Next thing I know, we're in Best Buy looking at <laughs> Apple Watch stuff. I'm like Brian. Yeah. Well, at least you're focused. Yeah. How are we here? You're looking at Apple Watches, the very company that is responsible for all our distractions. It's Apple. <laughs> like fucking. How did I get distracted by no, shiny would, Apple? Is that what you want? I mean, what about what about? Is there any changes for you in stand up? Like, is there anything? Like, I know that I'm this... trying to get a TV set. Of course, I want to do Conan. Okay. I've been in talks with people. I mean, there's progress made, but I don't know if you never know when it's gonna. Nope. But you still gotta happen. go after it. You still keep. You know, you're still in talks. I I want to do something. I want to be more proactive in making things because I have the friends and I have the equipment, and we can do that. Yeah, so I don't see why we don't. Right. Um, I'm gonna do more of that stuff, and and know. then have four more kids. Have four more kids. Okay, I'm gonna go. try to have them all this year, though. Okay, good. Yeah, oh if you could just. <laughs> Where's Tracy? Oh, she's dead. Uh... <laughs> she had six kids this year. She this year. Now, we know your show's coming out uh, in fe- February? Oh, Angel from Hell? Yeah. will be out January 7th. It'll January be 7th. out the day after Jane Lynch hosts the People's Choice Awards or whatever on CBS. So it's good It's good publicity. Good, Are you on the first episode? No, I won't be on the first episode. I'll be on, like, I think the sixth and So let's hope it doesn't get canceled after the third. Sixth and the eleventh episode, I think, of a twelve or thirteen episode season. Nice. And so it, is it a mid season replacement show type of thing? I'm not hundred percent sure. Well, I know I guess they it's just premiering got their, in February. I guess it's the mid it's the yeah, mid season. They, they did just get their their start date, so or when I was there one day. So That's awesome. But it, you know, that was a lot of fun. I'm, that'll be out. And then I'm in a Nat Geo thing that'll come out early January or February called uh, How We Know or Now We Know. Which is comedic sketches put together with history. Yeah, it's, Peter Sprite's in that too. Yeah, Peter Sprite's in oh, okay. it. Um, the, Jonah Ray, John Farley, um, Reese Darby. There's just so many people that are in this thing, and it was just it was the, all the production guys from Silicon Valley minus Mike Judge. It was everybody but Mike Judge, and then they brought in everybody from Silicon Valley except TJ and. Uh, Somebody else, the other, the main guy, I think, because everyone else was available and they weren't. But, oh, and I may or may not be on Comics Unleashed. Oh, at some point. Yeah, yeah see, look at that. If it airs, I don't know. Well, it'll air. It'll air. Positive. So, what's your agenda? My agenda is to just kind of be, you know, a better person and just kind of disconnect myself from worrying so much about 
how it's all going to play out and just enjoy what I get to do when I get to do it. You know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. think I spent enough time living in the moment and just enjoying the shit, like enjoying this podcast instead of thinking about things I have to work on when I get home. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'd like to do more of that. I'd like to exercise more and just be in better shape and not be as fat and really just kind of be a yeah, better meditation human. up to three hours a day Dude, I'm going to meditate for 18 hours a day I'm going to tell jokes for five minutes a night and then go to bed <laughs> it's a perfect life <laughs> no I mean and I just you know I'm, I'm going to get married so it's it's been a, a time of like you have kids next year we're, we're trying to figure is this Comics Unleashed where I then launch into my anti-kid so I hear thing? you want to have kids <laughs> well let me tell you what Marvin or Bane or whatever Marvin Lewis he's what's his new, name he's the new host Marvin Lewis or Bane Bane <laughs> What's Bane. His, Byron Allen, that's his name. Bane Allen from yeah. Batman. Yeah. Um, You're Batman? But I just, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, just, it's a lot to, you know, take in and you learn to live with somebody and we're getting along and things are going great. And I just hope, you know, financially I'm not very sound. I'd like that to change a little bit, but I think that'll come with... Uh, Amen. Yeah, with, with just, you know, working harder and going at it more. And I, and I think I'd like to get a new half hour out and done and maybe a CD recorded in 2016. That's good. Why well, I I, I want to just take a second to uh, thank everybody for listening to our show. John and I are always talk about um, like we started at zero, yeah, like nothing. literally zero, and uh, it has grown well. Uh, I'm, this, I'm very happy with the growth. Well, yeah. So, and what what about you for 2015, 16? Uh, what about you for last year? <laughs> How was your last year going? <laughs> no, I think 2016. Um, uh, my focus obviously is always on my kids. Uh, primary is to quit PTA. Um, <laughs> and burn and, it to and, the ground. And, uh, Resign and, immediately. And, and get back to my life. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and uh, try to commit back to uh, stand-up comedy. I, I kind of miss it. Really? Um, and I, I love telling stories about my kids on stage. And if people will let me do that, I will continue to pursue that a little bit with more fervor, if we use that as a word. But I, the most important thing is um, getting that movie out. You know, getting yeah. Frozen Peas uh, released this year. And uh, moving on to the next uh, exciting things, whether it's working with you guys or working on something, I want I want to uh, be working consistently in, in the in the field. As far as a podcast goes, I think we're going to have a great you know year. We already touched on the fact that Rob Corey is going to stop by. Um, hopefully, we'll have most of the cast of Frozen Peas. Yeah. Uh, come on the show this, at one uh, time. You should do the one time the whole cast, and then just all of them talk. Just at a, once. yeah, we, a, a junket, yeah. if you will. <laughs> we're here tonight on the press junket from a podcast. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I can. I look forward to continuing to have this evolve uh, into yeah. something. But I, I just, you know, get out of your nephew's bedroom. Yeah, get out of my get out of my nephew's bedroom. No, I, I honestly, really, my focus this year is to get that film out and become more of a filmmaker and still be a storyteller on stage. That's really the goal. Solid goals, baby. Yeah. Solid Thanks goals, again baby. for listening to. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to do less. I want different goals. <laughs> and get rid of my man titties. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get rid of my fucking gut. Oh, yeah, well, that's that just kind of goes with the territory, right? You get older, these things happen. All right, everybody. Yeah. So thanks again, Eddie. For listening thanks, to Hollywood for, Anonymous, thanks for Eddie. stopping thanks by, for, Eddie. Thanks for having. Yeah. And and 20, oh, I do, can I change one thing for you? No. Yeah. What? You have to have at least a photograph with you and Jay Schrader. Oh. In twenty. Make it happen. You guys get him on the show. Probably we can find him. We'll find him. I mean, he probably knows of me he's as a head football, football coach. coach. Yeah. He knows of you. Well, as yeah, a, you guys, Brian same. Irwin, the football coach. I know him as a podcast Listen, host. I won a twenty fifteen championship. You're in the same fraternity, right? The, well, the I did twenty fifteen championship. So I mean, I'm, I'm probably out there. There's probably been some talk. Have you about thought about maybe going to Chicago, taking over a coaching job there? They could probably use somebody. <laughs> I'll wear my Jay Schrader jersey. It'll be amazing. Um, but yeah, to all our listeners, yes, to reiterate what Brian said, thank you very much for listening. And 2016 and beyond. <laughs> Thank you.
Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe 